Dr. John Braccio joins us every Tuesday about this time. A little free advice, a little free uh, chat about a, a, a topic or two. Do you get angry often? Do you get angry easily? Or are you one of these people, you know, you bottle it up, you uh, things get to you, you don't bother with it, you, you deal with it, you breathe deep, but then there's that straw that breaks the camel's back, and now it's done. Now everything spills out. That's not good either. How can you let anger be a teaching tool? Oh, boy. That seems like a mountain to overclimb. Overcome. First, you got to stop the emotion. Dr. John Braccio joins us here this morning, Regional Psychological Services. Hey, what's up, Doc? Good morning. Hey, good morning to you, Mike. And this, I think, is really a good topic. It, the idea, you know, is most people don't really see anger as a teaching tool, okay? But it's often <laughs> seen as something that can be useful in protecting a person from the fairness. But it also is often seen as a destructive set of feelings that can destroy relationships and lead to failure at work and family relationships and friendships and really in a myriad of other social settings that really require a person to not allow anger to be a destructive force. And when a person begins to see how anger is causing problems in their lives and recognizes it really to be negative, that it's hurting them and causing grief, well, you know, it's time to take a look at how anger is hurting you as as well as what can you do to use it as a learning tool to really help you. And, you know, the obvious question is, how can someone do this? Well, you know, in order to have effective anger beyond the need for self-preservation and setting appropriate boundaries when unfairness cannot be tolerated, The important thing is that all people have flaws. Everyone we interact with is going to have flaws and failings that can lead us to have anger with them. It can even be appropriate anger that we can just choose ourselves to overlook or or minimize. The problem is that too many persons cut people out of their lives due to unreasonable anger. You know, whether it be in a marriage, family relationships, friendships, work relationships, or any type of interaction we have, you know, we, we can let anger be a teaching tool if we are really willing to learn how to let anger go and deal with it more appropriately. You know, the way to do this is right. really develop our sense of human compassion, love, spirituality, and recognizing there's always going to be someone who offends us to one degree or another that, you know, will include some really good people. So you got to remember, there are people that are going to offend you, but there some of them are good people. And you know, we need to just take a compassionate view of people when we interact with them or, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt to just realize that most lights, you know, we can remember them maybe and not be appreciated, but they're really not of a type we want to end friendships or have ongoing anger that ultimately impacts us both physically and emotionally in a negative way. So I think we try to understand what motivates other persons and recognize that life is difficult for really even persons that seem immune to stress and give them the benefit of the doubt can really make for a far more positive life for us. You're going to find people who have many friends overlook flaws and slights and really make themselves available to friends and others in an open manner and are rewarded with less anger and more happiness. You're going to find positive people or people that don't look for flaws and overlook, they're just going to be a happier person. And another thing to do is to let anger be, you know, a teaching tool. It's not to take ourselves too seriously. 
okay? Hmm. And not be out measuring unfairness with a with a little teaspoon, okay? Or, or making sure that we get what we feel we deserve when clearly we can be picky and unreasonable. We just have to recognize that. Another area of concern that causes great anger is jealousy. You know, we've talked about jealousy in the past. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and, and I think what, what we have to do is really just um, applaud people that are successful. Don't be angry. Don't be mad. Don't be upset. And don't compare ourselves, okay? That's always a bad, bad thing. So applaud people that are successful. We then look at what we're doing, and we disable anger by really not comparing ourselves and try to find joy and satisfaction in terms of what we have done and what we plan to do. Okay, that, That's a far better way than having anger. A lot of people do get angry. Well, that guy thinks he's this, or this gal thinks this, or whatever. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And my, my point is always, hey, let's, um, let's you know try to be as positive as we can. And then another problem is a lot of people just never fully get a handle on anger. They have too much of it, or, or they don't have enough of it, okay, in terms of defending themselves. But I think the important message here today, Mike, is not to have a person not be angry, and in effect, allow people to take advantage of them. No, 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 because we, we all we do need boundaries. So the point is that anger is something that needs to be a teaching tool to us to help us be more compassionate and be more understanding and um, just not ruin friendships and lose the opportunities to have future friendships by finding flaws. So I think what we really need to do in terms of a good teaching tool for us is just to be mellow to just kind of relax, kind of take life as it comes more so. Don't be, like I said, with this little teaspoon out looking for reasons to be upset with people. And if we still have a lot of problems with anger, we can always seek out a therapist who can help us deal with anger and frustration and learn how to do it in a more appropriate way. But as a whole, people just um, are upset a lot. They ruin their lives. They're looking for reasons to be upset. Did you hear this? Or do you know why this person did this? And my view is, hey, just be mellow. You know, if someone's really bad or toxic, stay away from them. Um, but a lot of times people just get upset over things that aren't really that big and relevant. And my life is, my idea is just chill, chill out and overlook things uh, within reason and just uh, lead a cheerful life, breathing in, breathing out, listening to music yeah. and uh, listening to your show in the morning. And, hey, you know, <laughs> that'll, that'll torque you off. No, that'll that'll make you. Here's the thing. I've used these uh, I've used these words recently a lot, especially with the family. Is we can only control what we can control, right? And yeah, you, you can brood about a whole bunch of stuff. In the end, and I I've lost track how many times I've used these words. Life's too short. Life's too very short. True. Now, but isn't it a balancing act? Because as you mentioned, we do have to. We have anger for a reason. There are things and times you need to be upset. Because you can't just be a marshmallow and just sit there and go, yeah, well, life happens. You can't, yeah, you can't just do that either. No, no, that's right. You have to get balance. You have to make sure that you make, you know, you, you determine what really is some, somebody's really taking advantage or hurting you. And But most of the time that's not true. People may make comments or they didn't call you or they didn't invite you to something or they didn't do this or or whatever it might be. That's all part of life. But we want to enjoy it and you don't feel rejection if you're always out there doing things, meeting people. You're not sitting waiting back, well, this person didn't call me or I called that person last. Or, you know, things that really get people mad and upset. When when you talk to people or sort it out, you 
once you unpeel the onion, as they say, you begin to realize it's so many things that people get upset about and are mad about and even destructive in their life and hurting relationships are really over misunderstandings over, or, or over things that just really aren't that important. Even the best of people make mistakes and say things that are inappropriate or don't do something that they, they really ought to do or should have done or whatever. But if yeah. you start bringing that old teaspoon out and measuring, ha-ha, they missed out on this, so I'm going to turn this into a giant waterfall. You know, those are those are things that you just just really don't want to do, Mike. You just want to have that, um, you know, with a song in my heart, listen to a little music, read a little poetry, look out at the weather, you know, in terms of the, the, the sky, the trees. I mean, post the nature, read me, whatever, whatever it might be. Just don't let things overwhelm me. As you said, life is short, and you'll find the older a person gets, the more they'll be saying to you, you know, life really is short. It just yeah. kind of just kind of comes along. So enjoy, enjoy life as it comes, and don't let uh, you know. That doesn't mean, as we said, that you let people that are destructive and toxic take advantage of you. No, the point is you have to realize what is toxic, what is destructive, and not let small little things come in and really ruin what otherwise can be quite a happy cheerful life with you choosing people to be around and loving and caring and being compassionate with them. That's what we have to do, buddy. Dr. John Braccio, Regional Psychological Services. Good information it is. Take it to heart. Take it to heart. Let anger be a teaching tool. Tougher than easier said than done, but you got to work at everything, right? He's Dr. John Braccio. Hey, Doc, we appreciate it. We're up on time. And so next week, once again, we'll find out what's up, Doc. Always a pleasure talking to you, Mike. Have a good week, buddy. Bye-bye. I'd see you. Bye, buddy. Mike Austin with you in your morning wake-up. 1320 WILS.